This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to mix926.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around Hertfordshire and further afield. Now, there's going to be no fossil fuel cars sold in the UK after 2030. So last week, here on Environment Matters, we heard from three local electric car drivers. Now, they all love their electric cars, but Sam, with no driveway and no charging point on his road, was finding it all too much and said he was reluctantly packing it in and going back to his hybrid. This week... I'll be giving representatives from Hearts County Council and St Albans District Council a chance to tell us what they're doing about these issues. Are the policies in place that will give local electric vehicle drivers like Sam the confidence he needs to drive electric? As background, the government says our vision is to have one of the best electric vehicle infrastructure networks in the world. This means a network for current and prospective EV drivers that's affordable, reliable, accessible and secure. Local authorities have a crucial role to play in enabling the transition to electric vehicles in their areas, including proactively supporting and delivering the rollout of electric vehicle charging points and helping to ensure the transition is integrated into wider local transport transport and community needs. From what we heard last week, we've got a long way to go to achieve any of that. And indeed, it was reported in the Times last week that the number of charging points per electric vehicle had actually halved. There are now 30 electric vehicles for every point, compared to 16 per point at the start of 2020. There's much to be done. So let's hear what local councils have planned. Let's hear first from Councillor Phil Bibby, Executive Member for Highways and Transport at Hertfordshire County Council. And I started by asking him to explain Hertfordshire County Council's policy on on on-street charging. Our policy is quite wide-ranging actually because we are looking at destination charging, car parks, businesses, etc, rapid charging. But we've always said that we would allow on-street charging if there are no nearby charge points in appropriate areas and circumstances. And unfortunately, not all footways lend themselves to on-street charging because of width, etc. And I understand there might be some issue in St Albans with conservation areas. But in appropriate circumstances, we will support on-street charging. Okay, so what kind of width would the pavement have to be before it would be too narrow? I mean, an ordinary width pavement, would that be okay? Basically, we need a minimum width of 1.9 metres to allow accessibility by all users. Right, so that is going to exclude a lot of areas, particularly things like, as you say, conservation areas. So I took a look on your website and it said that um, your draft vision is to enable residents and businesses across Hertfordshire to recharge their vehicles conveniently and appropriately. So how are we going to do this without a huge rollout of on-street charging from, from you? A lot of charging is going to be done in car parks, supermarkets already offering charging, petrol stations provide rapid charging facilities. 
Obviously, lots of people have driveways so they can actually install themselves. I know that the main issue from a lot of people, particularly in terraced roads, that on-street charging is what they feel is the only thing that can help them out. And what we are doing is asking them to email the first four characters of their postcode. And we have a mapping tool to find out hotspots to see where the demands are. So that um, when we talk to providers, we can actually say to them where the demand is and that they can actually decide whether they want to put in charge points for their users. So do you have a programme of on-street charging point installation planned? No, we're not going to actually install the the on-street charging. It will be the providers that actually install them. And as I say, what we're doing is trying to find out where the demand is. Okay. Isn't it a little bit chicken and egg here in that if I live in a road where there is no charger, I'm not going to get an electric vehicle. So therefore, there won't be any demand. So really, we need an electric charging point on our road so that then we feel that we could get an electric vehicle. In a lot of respects, you're right. But even before on-street charging, there will be facilities in car parks that say supermarkets, petrol stations are providing rapid charging facilities. And we are committed to actually make sure that there are charging facilities within easy access of anyone's house. It really does sound from talking to people with electric vehicles that they really need charging points very close to them. Otherwise, it just becomes too inconvenient to make owning an electric vehicle worthwhile. And, you know, we're going to get to the stage whereby you won't even be able to buy a vehicle that's not electric. So what are these people going to do? I think we have to be realistic. There is a change of lifestyle, as it were, if you've got an electric car. You can't expect to just pull up at a petrol station and fill it up in a couple of minutes and drive off. There's more time involved. The rapid charging stations will actually help that. But we do understand that there is a need for cars to be trickle charged overnight and that that could be done on street. Unfortunately, not all on-street locations would lend themselves to charging points. So we have to be realistic to provide other alternatives. So in some parts of the country, street lamp posts are being used at the location for charging points. Is that something that might be a possibility in Hertfordshire? It's certainly a possibility. I'll I'll have to say to, to you again that there are issues with that. First of all, not all lamp columns have sufficient electricity supply. And also a lot of lamp post columns are set back from the pavement. So then you're talking about trading wires across the pavement, which obviously is a health and safety issue and couldn't be allowed. But if lamp columns are sufficiently uh, fed with electricity or the electric companies can put in a new substation around the corner to actually provide sufficient power, then that is a possibility, yes. So you talk about trailing cables. We did hear last week, it's something our contributors said, is that that many people are actually resorting to running electric vehicle cables across the pavement. They're putting cable protectors over the top of them to charge their cars at home where they live, for instance, in terrace houses. So they're kind of taking matters into their own hand. Now, I mean, for understandable safety reasons, you don't currently allow this, but I believe that you're following trials using covers or gullies that might allow people to do this safely. Could you update us regarding your position on this? We're still looking at the trials, which have yet to be concluded. We're also keeping our minds open to any possibilities. But there are issues there as well, because you're never guaranteed to park outside your house. It's it's not the ideal scenario, but if these trials do come up with some positive results, we will actually look at them.
I wonder, Councillor Bibby, if you could tell us who it is who pays for new charging points. Does Hearts County Council put funding into this or, or is it the providers, people like Instavolt, who, who pay for all of this? We met uh, Jesse Norman, he's the Secretary of State for Transport, and we were pushing some, for some funding to resource local authorities to work out sufficient programmes to do this. We would not actually fund charging points. That is down to the provider. So it's a commercial venture, which we would be supporting, as well as district councils, of course. We would prefer to work, I think we need to work with districts, because they are the parking authorities. You're taking away parking for other vehicle users if you put in the charge point. And a point that our contributors last week stressed is that charging points that don't work is a huge issue for electric vehicle drivers. What are you doing to ensure that the electric vehicle charging points that you look after are promptly fixed? What we will be doing is to provide or recommend a framework contract where district councils can tap into, get contracts with providers to put charge points in their districts. And what we would ensure in that contract is there's sufficient to key performance indicators to make sure the providers did actually provide proper maintenance, etc. And just finally, Councillor Bibby, could I ask you, do you have plans to move to an electric vehicle? My wife has got an electric vehicle. And when I change mine, I'll get an electric vehicle as well. That's good to hear. Thank you very much indeed for joining me today. Thank you. I was talking there to Councillor Phil Bibby, Executive Member for Highways and Transport at Hertfordshire County Council. And I'll put the instructions on how to nominate your road for a charging point into the notes that go with the podcast of this show, which you'll find on the podcast page of Mix926.com. Now, Councillor Bibby says that district councils have a crucial part to play in the rollout of new electric vehicle charging points. So let's hear now from Councillor Chris White, leader of St Albans District Council. Councillor White, thank you very much indeed for taking the time to join me today. So we've just heard from Councillor Bibby and he says that district councils hold the key to on-street charging points because they are the parking authority for their district. So what are you doing to work with Hearts County Council to identify suitable locations for on-street charging points around St Albans district? Well, it's a frankly ludicrous statement because uh, we, we wanted to work with Hearts County Council Uh, since this administration came in, and no doubt the previous administration was also keen. They were silent for two years and then came out with a policy which said that you shouldn't have them on highways. And this is the problem. It's all very well saying with the parking authority, but uh, uh, the county council, the highways authority, and has the veto. And it is clear from their reluctance, in the teeth of uh, a clear government steer, it must be said, it's clear from their reluctance that they are not really going to play when it comes to uh, on-street EV charging points. They say, well, you know, if you've got one at the end of your street, that'll be fine. And districts should actually put in EV points in car parks if you've got one at the end of your street. There are two problems with that. One is that most residential streets do not have a car park at the end of the street. The second issue is that even if you did, what you're saying to people is that if you come back late at night, you're expected to walk down a dark street full length all the way to your house because there happens to be an EV charging point in a car park at the end of your street. A lot of people, especially women, are not going to want to do that. So as far as I can see, the policy of Hearts County Council is not to encourage this in any useful way. It's a sort of can't-do policy. So have you suggested locations for charging points to Hearts County Council which have been turned down? 
Well, the whole lot. We want them in, in streets, but they're just not interested in having that conversation at all. So we do what we can on our own land, which works fabulously in certain parts of St Albans, particularly central St Albans. And uh, we've got new points coming in in Hart Road car park, in Keyfield Terrace car park, London Road car park, and also the Cotlandswick Leisure Centre. Yeah, we're putting points in where we can. But there isn't the, even the beginning of a potential dialogue with the county council because it says you can't do this, can't do that, can't take out lampposts, can't put a, a cable across a pavement. But other councils, other highway authority councils like Hampshire, have got a much more can-do attitude. Uh, but you, you can't talk to Hertfordshire about it. They don't, they're not interested. And suggesting some, some sort of ludicrous remedies like districts can do it in car parks. Well, yeah, of course we can. We know that. There are car parks. We don't need to be told that. But that isn't the solution. And... Uh, we're going to have the revolution about electric vehicles, which I want. We've really got to do better than this. Don't you think that Councillor Ruby has a point when he says that that actually we have to ensure that there's plenty of space on the pavement, we can't block them for people in wheelchairs, perhaps? So there, there are some real issues when it comes to on-street charging points, aren't there? Yes, there are real issues and there are grants and the county council that will start spending some money. And why, so, why so the county councils say that that actually charging points are a commercial venture. They're installed by companies who then reap the profits from them. So it's not money that they see as being the the logjam. It's finding those sites and giving them permission. Would you agree with that? Well, no, I think it isn't the issue at all. Yes, if you've got people wanting to make money out of providing a service, that's fabulous. But if that company is told, yeah, well, what you can't do is put in a post from which charging can take place, you can't actually dig up the pavement and stick a cable underneath it or do anything else, which is what is the case, then we're getting nowhere. I drive a hybrid. I would like to drive an electric car. Yeah, I do have a drive. I can charge it up in St Albans. But if I want to go any distance, I can't be confident that I will be able to charge. And that's the situation for many people. So Councillor Bibby says that they're populating a map where we can email in um, our postcode and then if sufficient people from that postcode are looking for charging on their road, that will be looked into. Aren't they sort of trying to match where demand is? Well, this is, I have to say, news to all of us, really. I mean, if this were a genuine and useful initiative, then one would have thought I would be dealing with the paperwork at the District Council. It hasn't turned up. And what we need to do is to work together. But the former Secretary of State, who was Grant Shapps at the time, wrote to the County Council, all top-tier authorities, and said the two-tier system between residential streets and terraces, for instance, and everywhere else has got to end. This isn't ending it. So as well as on-street charging, the other thing that local electric vehicle chargers find very difficult is charging points that don't work. Now, St Albans District Council is already responsible for a number of charging points in its, in its own car parks. What are you doing to ensure that we can arrive confident in the knowledge that those charging points will work? Well, the one that's caused a lot of problems is the one in Charter Close. And we're taking that one over from Hertfordshire County Council, ironically. So we're taking that one on and that will charge two vehicles on a fast basis when we've taken it over. Now, there's a lot of quite old kit out there and, and, and it does need to be refurbished. But obviously, if there's anything that people see, if they go to Westminster Lodge and find the charging points are not working, then let me or somebody else know. It's probably beyond frustrating. I mean, it's quite frightening because it could mean you can't get back to where you need to be. But the more we put in, the less uh, an issue that is because there'll be another one to go to if one happens to be out of order. So just for clarification, as far as you can see it, the, the logjam with providing 
more on-street charging. It's not funding. It's not the parking authorities. It's not people objecting to charging points. You think this needs more more permissions being given from Hertfordshire County Council? Yeah, I mean, I get correspondence all the time saying, why are there not more charging points? I never get any correspondence saying, I'm, I'm worried that there's a charging point and they're going to turn up in my street. People want change. People like the idea of electric cars. They may not like the idea of Teslas for a separate reason, but there we go. Um, and um, I think um, uh, the the public resistance to this is extremely low. All these excuses like people in wheelchairs and so forth. There are ways around that. I've seen them being used in Hampshire. I've seen them even being used probably unlawfully in, in Hertfordshire. You can... You can uh, um, cover over cables if they're crossing the street. It doesn't have to be a trip hazard if it's properly managed. The, the, we, we have to find a way of doing this because the alternative is a dead planet. Um, you know, uh, perhaps Caddy Hall should just wake up. Councillor White, thank you very much indeed for telling us about that. I was talking there to Councillor Chris White, leader of St Albans District Council. Well, whatever the reason, it's clear that the world-class vehicle charging network that the government is aspiring to is some way off around here yet. So what do you think? Would you welcome a charging point on your road? What would it take to persuade you to opt for an electric vehicle? You can get in touch via email. I'm on amanda.yourworth at mix926.com or look for Environment Matters on Mix92.6 on Twitter and Facebook. I look forward to hearing your opinion. I'll be back with you at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.